I, as someone who really like even with the even with the Yusuke, I, I really liked all of the party members in Golden. Mm-hmm. The fact that I'm already like I don't like Morgan, I don't like Morgana. I really don't like um the fifth guy you get. I don't mind Morgana because I just view her or him her as a direct replacement for Teddy, and they both have very similar like problems and ups and downs. Like I like and dislike them both for a lot of the same reasons. I used to be like that. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's Teddy replacement, whatever. And then I started being like, you know who didn't suck this much? Teddy. I think it's the one thing that Teddy had going for him is Teddy didn't go home with you. <laughs> I was, uh, Teddy was not perpetually telling me I am, quote, too tired, despite fucking living over a coffee shop to watch a goddamn DVD. Yeah, I, it's... Yep. I mean, that's just kind of one of the, like, management things of the game series. Cause in the old game, they just had the omnipotent narrator tell you, like, you follow her. You do this. You go to the mall. That's... It's better, I understand, but it, the game that's didn't change. That's better. <laughs> and I didn't live above a coffee shop in the previous games. Like, my, my main character should be injecting caffeine into his dick <laughs> to stay up after these dungeons. Like, it's... I don't like ripping off other podcast jokes, but, like, someone made the joke of, like, what the fuck is with Morgana's, um, fucking sleep fetish? Like, I live above a goddamn coffee shop. There's, like, nine convenience stores. Fucking let me do caffeine off some dude's dick and then stay up. I'm allowed to go to the local doctor and demand super drugs. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, it's like, it's like I, I bet that doctor's got speed. Mm-hmm. What? That's clearly what we're working on. Is this Persona you guys are talking about? Yeah. Oh, this is Persona. Oh, still. What the fuck is this game, man? Like, ugh. it's fucking awesome. Is what it is. By the way, uh, in the near future, my one of my coworkers, and I'll explain later on, is going to be checking out this podcast. So now my coworkers will know I'm a degenerate. <laughs> no, no, you hang yeah, out with degenerates. <laughs> uh, to tie to tie it back to Persona, me and Jeff are increasing our <laughs> crime gauge. Like Persona oh, yeah. Five has taught us, being associated with us and deepening your friendship with us has led to just you getting involved in like heists and murder and shit. You're like, oh god, I just wanted to get coffee, but now it's like, here, help us bury this body. We were going for pizza. Help us, help us kill this woman. Why? <laughs> I Hide thought, this in a safe place. I thought this was a gaming podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Wicked Art. Oh, fuck, I didn't even look at the number. 56. 56? 56. Confident in that answer. This is staying in the podcast. Yep. It is? Perfect. It's episode 56 because Charlie just told you all so, and apparently I will be talking from here on in. Uh, I am Jeff, also known as Invader Gurr. I am joined by Charlie, uh, the, crea- the great streamer. The one who does the marathons of Mass Effect, all of them, and he will be streaming all of them, as I can confirm in this I exact second. I am not second. doing Andromeda. You Especially can't Andromeda. I am also, he can't wait. I am also joined by Alex, a.k.a. Heinous Maeve, who is uh, made famous as with the 51-hour stream he'll be doing in the uh, next couple weeks to represent his 51 years on this earth. Sure. Um, also, <laughs> also famous for having a horse for a head. Little known fact. 
Yes. Awfully progressive having a 51-year-old on a gaming podcast. <laughs> and a horse. No, no, other people have horses. Yeah, but how many horses are really good at, uh, or how many people have horses that play the secret world? You know, True. the more I've learned about the secret world community, it might all just be horses playing that game. I don't know, is man. It, that is community's this gonna be, awesome. Is there, like, a secret message in our, um, what's it called? That was left on the $1 bill that in, that informs us all about how the, uh, it, it's really a, um, it's really just all ruse and it's just all horse people playing the mm. secret world. That's that's why they're rebooting it, making it easier for horses to play. Exactly, and that's why they have talks about eliminating the penny because they want to remove all the all the uh, evidence that there ever was such a thing. I have no clue that has to do with anything, but sure to get off this topic. <laughs> Cthulhu Fathagan. That that's definitely in the secret world. Mm-hmm. Oh, so with that, because we talked about this beforehand, because we pros now. <laughs> How was your week, Mister Alex? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, finally got my first taste of rating back in WoW. So it's it's I, it's Bitter just as and good disgusting? as I, No, it's delicious. <laughs> See, I loved rating on yeah. WoW. It was one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. and I I ended up. Uh, Oh, apparently the site Open Raid is still around, which is kind of cool, because it's kind of, you know, if you don't have groups for people you can play with, I don't have a guild or anything. Uh, found a group that was willing to take me, and we did a couple runs, and, you know, was definitely in the top, you know, five DPS in the group with, throughout the whole thing, even though my item level is shit. So I was happy about that. Uh, so, you know, just the bug bit, and I'm happy about that. Uh, let's see, what else... I finally convinced Mandy to play Kingdom Hearts, so she's going to do that as well. She's never played Kingdom Hearts, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's Just see. convinced her, or have you done it yet? Uh, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to actually record it, so... At one point, I'll, I'm going to just record it for fun, but... Um, uh, there has been a unfortunate loss coming soon. Or there will be an unfortunate loss coming soon. My uh, computer chair is finally going to get retired after, what, four years, I think? So, it's uh, it's time. So I'm gonna get myself a new gaming chair pretty soon. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, the one I have now, you can't like, you can't tell obviously because I don't show it on the stream. But the armrests are covered in medical tape because they're so worn down and everything. So it's uh, medical tape, you say? Yeah, I didn't have normal tape or duct tape around. The closest tape I could find was the medical tape. You work in IT. What were you doing with that medical tape? I have a first aid kit at home. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that. Yeah, that jives. Yeah. You can't. There's nothing wrong with having a first aid kit. You got to take care of yourself, you know? You never know when you're going to sprain something or hurt something and you need to bandage it up. So, yeah. Um, but other than when... that, like, uh, you know, it was a pretty, pretty short week. Nothing too crazy. I still haven't touched Breath of the Wild in a while. So I'm a little, little, little sad about that, but I've been playing other stuff. Are you and though? A tad. <laughs> I think you're in the same place I'm at with that game, where like part of your brain thinks you should be playing more, but you're like, yeah, but there's stuff I enjoy playing more. Well, I mean, WoW has always been near and dear to my heart, so 
Oh, no, it was only I, a matter I, of time before I jump back and jump back in and start doing rating. Yeah, so. I, I, I'm not saying like, I don't get it, but at the same time, like it's if it wasn't for so many people out there just dick riding that game as hard as they could, like would you feel as bad about being like, yeah, I'll get back to that eventually? Um, not necessarily. I mean, people made big hype about Majora's Mask, and I never really played it until years later. So, you know, I'm not too caught up in that hype. That's fair, but. You know, I mean, I've always enjoyed the Zelda games regardless. So, one way or another, it's getting played. Um, let's see. Yeah, um, kind of a, you know, nothing too crazy of a week. The WoW stuff. We finally recorded some more Secret World, which is great. Nice to jump in on that. Yeah, that game's pretty good still. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. And then we checked out that new area. And that new video is up. I saw that too, so that's yep, pretty cool. Yeah, stuff's going up. We're, uh... I'm getting back into editing stuff in a timely manner again. Uh, and then uh, today I had an interesting conversation with my coworkers as I was running our uh, our sale. And, you know, they were asking me, how do you like your new schedule? Because I get off at 345 from work. Normally, anyway. Yeah. But um, so they were, I told them, oh, you know, it's great because I have all this extra stuff I'm doing. Like, really? What are, you, what are you working on? Like, oh, well, let's see. Wednesdays I do a podcast. Thursdays I do video recording on YouTube. I do charity streaming on Tuesdays, sometimes on Mondays, this and that. And they're like, you do all that on your off days? Like, oh, well, yeah. I'm like, oh, it makes sense that you took a shorter schedule. I'm like, yeah. And then they asked me, like, so what kind of podcast? And I was like, oh, God, should I tell them about the podcast? Okay, I'll tell them about the podcast. So Mistakes were made. <laughs> so in the lunch area, I started talking about the podcast and what it is and whatnot. And so, Yeah. So Greetings, for my coworkers Alex out there, is HR director. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast should be used as evidence against Alex. What evidence that I'm a charming and wonderful human being? Uh, that you associate with delinquents is, I believe, what the takeaway was from earlier. I don't ah. know. Degenerates and delinquents. Yeah. Ah. Scoundrels, rapscallions, ruffians. Was that podcast <laughs> we talked about sodomizing that goat for an hour or two? Me and Jeff were uncomfortable, but we kind of let you work through that one. I didn't. What are you talking about with the goat? You remember yeah. that podcast? We were gonna you, say Jeff? something. That it never like happened. You just, you just Bullshit. It. Don't don't get me tied in. I don't. I refuse to go to work and be called goat fucker. So. <laughs> if it makes favorite you feel better, insult. I'm pretty sure Charlie's called me fish fucker before. No fish whore. Fish whore. Fish whore. Huh. <laughs> implying like stage... fish fucker. This sounds like the early I, stages the of thing like is, a... I remember fish were very distinctly. I'm pretty sure fish fucker also got said. I don't know. It sounds like something I'd say. Yeah, these all sound like you things. Yeah, this, this sounds like the early stages of a terrible webcomic. Fish fucker and... Or was it, yeah, fish fucker and goat fucker. Oh, but there was a terrible webcomic. Ah, even it, better. It featured you, course. but it did not feature me. That's fair. <laughs> of course, and now it comes full circle. My personality cannot be contained to one medium. <laughs> or so my so, ego tells me. <laughs> hmm. But yes, yeah, so now my coworkers know what I do outside of work. Or at least a few of them do. So they're like, oh, Secrets that's pretty out. cool. It's nice to hear that. And then they're going to listen to the podcast and be like, oh, hi. Mm -hmm. And then just avoid eye contact now. So, hey, hello, Dear coworkers. Dear Alex's coworkers. You should contact us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com <laughs> to ask Alex embarrassing questions. No questions off off limits, especially if you have the subject, hey, I work with Alex. Make him answer this shit. 
Charlie gets his revenge after podcast and podcast of me pitching the uh, the email halfway through the podcast. He finally got one in. It's a game of patience, like Hitman. I bide my time and wait and wait. Not like me. I just run in head first. (laughs) Oh, I know. I do not miss recording Hitman videos. We should record (laughs) more Hitman videos. Oh, good times. But yeah, so that's my week. Guess that's right, Charlie, you. Guess this tradition. I'll go. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna save our Persona Four, uh, Persona Five circle jerking till later, so it can act as a transition between me and Jeff. But um, uh, the big news for me this week is I found another dark hole to disappear down. Um, uh, because I run the YouTube channel, kind of, I'm the one that runs the most of that stuff. Even though um, I think Alex was promoted to head shill lately, so we'll see how he adopts yes, that yes. duty. Yes. Uh, but so as a result, I am like I am a sucker for those videos or stuff where it's like how you get successful. Like here's like ten easy steps to becoming a YouTube star, and like they're all fucking wrong. Is the real answer, but that's a separate topic. Uh, but my favorite of these ones are the people that are like Instagram famous, mm-hmm. and they're Instagram famous for posting scantily clad photos of them and being hot. But they've spun it off into like a business, or so they think, where it's like. Yeah, I'm a fashion model. I didn't realize fashion models exercised exclusively in lacy underwear and, like, had borderline pornographic videos on Instagram but I'm, like, rubbing sweat-increasing gel on themselves and shit like that. But okay, let's hear what why you think you're successful. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of... Has it led to a greater success of your own? Does that mean that we can expect hotter things from your Instagram now? I, oh, God, no, I... <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, I look forward to watching the behind the scenes of you rubbing a gel enhancing sweat oil thing on yourself. Yeah, I I also look forward to you tying that into gaming the very same way that you've come up with ideas like Gamer Fuel. Like, so this makes you look especially shiny while playing, you know, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball or what have you. Uh, really, Fucking... It helps. So you want to go for the matte varnish instead of the gloss varnish or else the shine will go through your window off you and then glare on your TV and that's just outright bad. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, if you coat your body in this stuff, which increases your body temperature, causing you to sweat, anything becomes exercise. Anything. <laughs> so, pro tip. In order to catch shiny Pokemon, you have to rub yourself in shiny no. oil. <laughs> no. No. But yeah, so it's it's this fun kind of hellscape of watching... This like, I'm gonna be super probably sexist for a second now. Where it's some just knockdown gorgeous one with tits out to like the person next to her in size kind of thing. Where it's like, did you kill four women and take their boobs and stuff them into your boobs? This is not natural. Talk about how people relate to their personality, and they value their perspective on. I things. like this idea of the Franken tits. Yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein sounds like my new band name. I'm going to steal it. Claiming Could it be. now. Scott is dead, Alex. Give it up. Nope. <laughs> You'd have to be all like minor chords and it'd be like, um, like horror ska. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't all ska horror ska? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what? I actually <laughs> like ska. Get off okay, this yeah, podcast. <laughs> Fuck you! I like Scott too. Scott's fine. 
Ska um, fans are will, the worst. I will skank where I please. Uh, You're like, if I could reach out and punch you, Jeff. I, uh, I do more than punch right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ska fans. You won't be able to catch him, uh, Jeff. He's going to be covered in that shell giny goo <laughs> stuff. Shell, shell giny. giny, huh? <laughs> shell giny, whatever, shiny goo stuff thing. So you can sweat more. He'll be harder to catch. Ninjas can't catch you if you're covered in shell giny goo. Remember, no one will fight you if you're naked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No one wants to tackle a man that's on fire. (laughs) Exactly. Remember, coat yourself down in oil, strip down to your underwear, take that off, hit someone with it, and then challenge them to a fight. They won't win. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, but between, like, it's, when I find these dark topics, I get, like, into it. So I'm, like, reading horrible douchebag magazines where it's, like, a picture of this person that's, like, I thought you could only have this on the internet, on bad people's sites. And, like, that's, like, yeah, my business strategy. I'm, like, your business strategy is do this until you stop being hot. Mm -hmm. That was seven words. (laughs) You don't need these full Uh, four-page article. (laughs) Yeah, how's your four hundred one k plan on that? I, I guess the kind of segue to what we do it's the it's it's like YouTube stars that are like this will go on forever. I don't know why I'm poor now. Hmm. Yeah, if you think it's gonna go on forever, you should really be following the YouTube drama uh, that's been happening the last two weeks. So uh, doesn't affect yeah. us. We have enough views that it kind of bypasses right over us, and I have. It's weird. We're offensive, but not offensive enough for any of it to matter. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's like probably the farthest we go is making fun of the Irish, courtesy of Jeff. But at the same time, I don't think we've ever said anything with the Irish. The Irish haven't said about themselves. Pretty much, and yeah. I'm, and like the person who makes fun of like me being pale the most. Oh, it's probably you. Followed closely by me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my but. my makeup videos I do are how, how to make a Jeff costume. It's dip yourself in white latex paint. <laughs> just take a whole bunch of, like, bathroom caulking and just, like, cover yourself in that. <laughs> yeah, just, just roll around in some water, then roll around in a giant pile of flour. You're getting the effect. Mm-hmm. Either that or you need literally a mirror. Just, like, cover yourself in, like, aluminum foil. But, Jeff, Super vampires shiny. don't show up in mirrors. <laughs> I Oh, I know. It's You put it around you and make and make the reflection outward. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. You, you are correct, though. You won't be able to see me in the mirror. Yeah. Moving on from that, uh, Jen finally got around to playing um, Yoshi's Woolly World, so I played some Yoshi's Woolly World, and... That game is adorable, and I hate it. It's <laughs> awesome. Like that game is real. That game's got a real cool design aesthetic. That game overall is not a good game, though. Like it's, it's like yeah, this is. They have something called the mellow mode, which makes it so you can just fly straight upwards. It gives Yoshi fucking wings, which is perfect for Jen because she just wants to kind of play around in the yarn world. And do that stuff, but it's like, this game is not good, actually. <laughs> this is too casual, but... Eh. 
<laughs> my Wii U got turned on for the first time in a year. That's more what I'm saying. But I, I probably Jesus. the big, probably the biggest news is um my Soylent 1.8 came finally. Ooh, very nice. I'm digging this patch actually. Like, it is. Uh, we joked about it a bunch, but the difference between 1.7 and 1.8 is uncomfortably apparent. Is it a flavor thing? Uh, well, they managed to decrease the, the flavor for 1.8, and it's lighter, so it's easier to mix. Mm-hmm. Like I, all jokes we have aside about this, like this is like this was me going like, "Holy shit, this actually is better," and not just them being like weird, creepy science people. So I got to apologize some for that. Where it's like, "Damn, 1.8 is the shit compared to 1.7." It barely sounds like it's a like patch. It sounds like it's a whole new product. Yeah, it's like World of War- it's like World of Warcraft patches almost. Where it's like, yeah, we had a whole new continent. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I thought we had to give it its due, given all the shit we gave it for being a patchable food. But like, I'm now excited for 1.9. I, I want to know what that is. Where it's like, yeah, it's a tablet you drop into your drink and it becomes the thing. Like, it's like that's kind of what they're going for but at the same time i'm like man 1.8 is kind of perfect it's like a mio and you're done oh that'd be so cool <laughs> actually that's exactly what i want <laughs> yeah yeah but the, 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 the big thing i've been playing aside for like here things here and there is persona 5 and um <laughs> yeah, that game's pretty good still. That game's pretty good still. Um, it's got that pull out that gun button. Every video game ever needs that button now. I I I've been playing a lot more of it as well, and I'm probably gonna do most of my talking about it now. And again, gonna try and have this yeah. conversation with as little spoilers as possible. I will say, because I'm playing Persona Four still at the same time. With the amount of voice acting Persona 4 has, I almost feel like Persona 5 should have more. Yeah. Um, Like, the text messages, I'll give you a fine. I'll read those. But there are sometimes I'm like, this could be read to me. Yeah. And to be um, fair, when there is voice acting in that game, it's pretty fucking good voice acting. Part of me yeah. also wonders, like, they're going to release the Japanese character voices. Part of me wonders if, part of, if there might be more voice acting with the Japanese voice actors. That's possible. Yeah, that that seems like a thing I suspect might happen. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's we kind of talked about this some before the podcast. I want to talk about it more. Like it's it's weird because I've now played enough Persona games where it's like no, each one while being kind of the same is super different from each other. Like this one's the Ocean's Eleven of JRPGs, which is mm. crazy. Yep. Yeah, like I, I've gone past the second dungeon. I uh, you're only you're only past the first dungeon, right, Jeff? I'm only I just beat the first one, and yeah. I'm in like the calm after the storm. Yeah, so of accomplishing that the game opens up a bunch soon in big ways, but at the same time, like it, it never quite opens up as much as four does. Like I, I, I there's no clubs in the game. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, uh, I, is there? Uh, no, there are no Because I went to school on a on a uh, Friday, and they said the door was open. Some people may be inside at clubs. Um, You cannot go to clubs, as far as I okay. know. There is no... I Let me rephrase. I have encountered nothing in the game being like, 
hey, you should go join these clubs. But so what you're touching on is the fact that it's possible to miss big chunks of this game if you don't get S links up. Just Google it. You're totally right. There are no clubs yeah, there's, in Persona 5. That's yeah, weird. Initially, I was upset about that, and then I realized, like, no, I'm a fucking thief. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not, like, planning my crimes and doing pull-ups in my house and shit like that. Yep. Getting your health bar up. Yeah. It's all about that crime. Incriminating yep. the folks. But, yeah, that, that game's pretty fucking good i i may have broken the game a little bit by accident i don't play jrpgs well and by that i mean like i'll find some point where it makes sense to grind and then i'll make myself too powerful mm -hmm. and then things get awesome <laughs> well, well you can just blow through everything super quickly uh so persona games have always been on the harder end of the jrpg spectrum like Definitely in the modern world of JRPGs, they're on the they're the hardest, which is kind of cool. Like that's Atlas's thing; their shit's hard. Mm. But like, so I'll be curious what Jeff thinks of it. Like the first dungeon in that game, especially the last leg of it, is surprisingly difficult. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? This is the first dungeon, and I guess mild spoiler: the boss for that dungeon is fucking easy as shit. Yeah, I was going against some enemies in the latter leg that could deal like 90% of my health yeah. to my entire team in one shot. Yeah, I'm not sure I healed That's... once against that boss. I say, or no, or that wasn't even a boss. I just started running into him as a goddamn enemy. No, no, that's or, that's... he was a mini boss, and then you just started running into him. No, that's what I'm saying. Like when you got to the boss of that dungeon, I'm like, I don't think I healed once, but like that last leg, I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's two of those yeah. things. Yeah, those things could literally wipe out your entire party in one shot. Yeah. And then the actual boss would do his, like, main basic attack. I was like, oh, shit, this is gonna... Oh, oh, that was, like, not that much. Yeah. I didn't have Charlie's time because I don't... Or I'm not into the grinding aspect. I am much more interested in, like, the other stuff in the game. Um... And I am less likely to, like, find a pocket where I can get a bunch of levels and just stay there. That said, you can't play the game without grinding at all. Yeah, you have to, or else you won't so get anywhere. So grinding in that game is actually done really well. So I guess you, you want some pro tips quickly, Jeff? Because I do have some super useful pro tips for getting into Persona 5 that I wish I'd known off the bat. Sure. Um, Only deal with castles Monday through Wednesday. Okay. And... Yeah, so it's, like, later on some stuff starts popping up, I but, like, only deal with castles Monday through Wednesday because towards the later end of the week, cool shit happens, and dealing with that because you're tired at night because my characters don't know how caffeine works, apparently. I'm still angry about that. Like, I, I hate how many things in that game make you too tired to do things at night. I really do. <laughs> I mean, Persona 4 has the same thing, where if you go into the world, you can't do anything at night, which is really frustrating as well. Yeah, there are some other things in this game that chew up your time in similar ways. Mm -hmm. Like, the how-you-grind system is the same, it has the same penalty, but I, eh, I'm i getting ahead of myself. I don't know. I, it's... I should buy some Red Bull or some shit every once in a while is all I'm saying. 
<laughs> or like take advantage of the fact I live above a fucking coffee shop or like I should have a like ignore the fucking cat button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that that game's really good still. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. like Say so despite all this, we're only talking about the negative parts. There's so much good stuff going on in that yeah. game at any given second. No, and I guess go back to the the kind of difficulty curve. That second dungeon, really easy. That second boss, disproportionately hard compared to that dungeon. Which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. And that led me to grinding. And grinding in that game could be handled better. But the Reaper's back, so I'm okay with that. Hmm. Keep you in check. I I love the Reaper idea. So, for those new to Persona, the game basically has a bounty hunter in the game where if you grind too hard, it sends a technically beatable, but definitely not the levels you're probably grinding at, enemy called the Reaper after you. And it's exactly what you think it is. It's the grim fucking Reaper. It's always one of the best designed personas in the game. Like, I think in Fort was some, like, um, Mexican outlaw dude with guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And he has badass music, but he shows up and just, like, wastes your party. Mm-mm. So I'll probably see him at some point in 5, because me and the Reaper have some dancing to do. But like at the same time, there's an achievement in that game for beat the fucking Reaper. And I'm like, yeah, I've done that before. I regretted it. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's weird. Like, um... Yeah, get those... Uh, I got in an argument, so I was like, oh, they're S-Links. I'm like, no, no, they're crime links. They're accomplices. They're incrimination, like... You're dragging everyone down with you. Mm. You're already in trouble with the law, so you must make everyone you care about equally in trouble with the law. Pretty much. Increase that thuggery gauge. Which leads to increased popularity. Yeah, so maybe that's the difference where, like, in um, 4, you definitely felt popular. In this one, like, and I'm barely, I'm only 25 or so hours into the game. Like, I'm only at the second dungeon after all. I've only gotten one extra party member. I, 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 I hate. There how... is a bit of an isolation going on. Yeah, I think that's the difference. Like, I don't think you ever stop being an outcast, which is kind of like. Uh, uh, so I guess kind of about to persona. In I general. think say so I think it's a little bit required in this particular plot though, because a lot of it is like. People who are looking down on you are important to the plot and the way you progress. And the character being and feeling like an outcast really catalyzes that. Yeah, so I, I was going to say it's kind of the difference is Persona 4 is about... You You come in as an okay person. Like, you're not fleeing anything. You're trying to avoid undue attention. And that game is kind of about learning to deal with attention. Hence the whole theme of the Midnight Channel and the fact that the, that the Shadow World in that game is all about kind of... TV. Mm-hmm. This time around, it's like embrace being an outcast. <laughs> Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like oh, it's like oh, it's oh, it's it's, it's thievery this time around. Thievery, take what's yours. Yeah, I wish that stealth system was better. Actually, 
The stealth system's a little wonky on like you you're not in, on the corner of a wall. <laughs> I have gotten jumped in that game because of that stealth system a couple too many times where it's like, nope, I didn't mean to exit cover. I meant to attack that guy, but I missed apparently. Yep. I yeah. do wish they spent a little more time on the cover system and made it just a little bit more intricate. I that wish I said, could turn the camera they may 360. Have, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. like, it, it's got some weird flaws in that regard. But, yeah, Persona 5, what's what I've been up to. I, I may have to stop myself from playing that so I can actually finish Mass Effect Andromeda. Because I do want to see how that damn thing ends, but at the same time, like, this is a like a hundred percent better game so it's like oh i could go back to play the other thing i was playing that wasn't as good or i can keep playing this that i've been like waiting for for a year yeah i'd say the odds of you coming back to persona from andromeda are good the odds of you going back to andromeda from persona are a little bit lower yeah and i, I think i'm probably about two-thirds of the way through andromeda so it might just be a like grit and power through mm-hmm so, this Andromeda is going to be streamed, correct? Maybe someday. I So, they actually released a big patch for it and stuff. I think this might be in the news, actually. Uh, it is, and, yeah, it's in the news. And it, I, I popped in to see what it's like. It's kind of like Soylent 1.8. It's like, holy shit, you guys fixed a bunch of stuff. Like, these faces are way better all of a sudden. <laughs> the eyes are fixed. They don't look like they're all dead inside? Um, no, they, they, they're they Bioware characters. They all still have that going on, but the eyes are no longer, like, giant gateways to the soul kind of thing going on. <laughs> well, gi giant gateways to uh, empty shells, yes. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it, it seems to have fixed a bunch of the issues I had with that game, which was, like, man, my character's fucking creepy looking, and that's better, I guess, like... People no longer look perpetually surprised, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'll go back to my space um, uh, vanquish simulator at some point. Mm -hmm. That's about it on my end, really. Kind of between Persona eating a giant chunk of my life, it's been pretty boring on my end. All right, is that making my turn? Persona, yeah. All right, so I'd like to take from a break from talking about Persona to talk about some Persona. Persona 4, eh? Uh, Persona 4. So I believe I actually skipped the Persona 4 update last week. Um, I don't think I talked about the amount that I've been playing. Yeah. Um, but basically where I'm at is uh, I just beat the antagonist. And I'm sorry if I did re say this all before, but I have played more beyond this, so hopefully it won't be too much recap. Um, but... I beat the antagonist they presented me with, uh, which is this dead-eyed motherfucker. I don't remember his name. Uh, but he's been throughout the game, and he is one creepy fucking dude. And yeah, very much is. like, I want the credit for the murders. I want everyone to know that it was me um, kind of guy. And after I did that, basically the game's kind of gone. Okay, so the police are, have taken the guy into custody. Uh, you got a bunch of days to just do whatever the hell you want. And basically, everyone was like, wow, I can't believe it's over. And I'm like, because it's fucking not. Um, and with that time, I finally got my obligatory anime beach episode, um, which was absolutely hilarious because uh, 
Kanji shows up in a fucking speedo. Fucking yeah, he does. And was like, and immediately Yusuke's like, dude, what are you wearing? What? It's just black. Not the color. <laughs> That's not the problem with it. Where's the rest of it? Well, what do you mean? Those aren't swim trunks. <laughs> um. So, uh, they did that. And then I have moved into, they're now currently preparing to get ready for a school trip Yeah. Uh, to some place, and the characters are all kind of having fun enjoying that. Um, they did a cooking contest, and it turns out everyone that I know is a horrific fucking cook. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rosette loves food that's way too spicy. Chie and Yukiko, every time they cook, the game just takes, like, contrasting adjectives and puts them together, like... This food is overcooked yet undercooked. It's crunchy yet sm- squishy, and yet all slimy at once. <laughs> it's slimy and burned. Yeah, they just take like all the worst adjectives and slam them together to describe those two's cooking, which is hilarious because Yukiko wants to be a uh, wants to be a chef someday, and yep. my lord, she is the worst cook. Yeah. <laughs> um, like literally, you need to have a certain amount of courage to eat her cooking. I believe. Yep. That's yeah. That's actually totally um, true. So, since then, I started, or I made Marie my girlfriend successfully. Um, and I plan on keeping her probably the most around because I've read a lot of stuff basically saying that she's the most. Uh, she's cool. She She's one of the more interesting ones because she there's a couple of animations and stuff that she will cause that are uh, better than a lot of other people. Yeah, she's cool. Um,. That said, I then, like, the very next day after I did that, I'm like, all right, I've got two girlfriends, so I can't get any more in this game. Cool. The very next day, Chie's like, hey, want to hang out? I'm like, I'm on level nine with you. Or, actually, I made Chie my girlfriend, and I save-scummed her because I was just curious. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, I'm level nine with you. What'll happen? So I did it, and it was like, oh, yeah, you can totally make Chie your girlfriend. I was like, holy shit, I'm just a boss pimp. Yep. So now I have three girlfriends in that game. Uh, which is all important. See, some of they all find out, and the game has that built into no, the mechanics. No, not they really. S- they don't technically find out, but when it comes to, or I guess I can spoil this, when it comes to Valentine's Day, I know that you give one person the super bummer you didn't get picked animation, and you give one the, like, super awesome you went on a date animation. Um, And then something happens on Christmas, I don't know or understand what. Yeah. Um, but I'm really, or these things don't have any gameplay impacts or storyline impacts. It's just, you give one person a bummer animation. But what you do is you save scum. Yeah. You you save scum. All of the animations. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, so I did that in game. Um, which I'm kind of glad that it's letting me do this because, like I mentioned, like the first girlfriend I got in the game from the drama club, she literally was like, "Okay, I'm quitting the drama club now." And it's like, "Okay, uh, in 120 hours, I'm just not going to remember you at all." Yeah, like, like I, you literally yeah. cut yourself out of the game. Like, yep. I guess bye. <laughs> Later. Um, yeah. So that happened. So that's probably the most up to date. Oh no, that's not the most up to date. Have you gone so, to the hospital yet? No, it hasn't been. I don't have enough diligence to go to the hospital. So I've been working on diligence. You need to go to the hospital. 
say that said, I started getting uh, invested in Nanako, my uh, cousin or second cousin removed, the little girl. Yeah. And at first I was like, would you like to spend some time with Nanako? I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll hang out with her. She's turning out to be a fun and interesting character. At first I thought she was just going to be like annoying. And she actually turns out to be really interesting. And basically um, she's like, will you help me tell my dad about parent teacher conferences? Cause he's not very good at it. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll help you talk to Dojima. I'm, you know, I have a half decent S link with him anyway. Yep. And basically he's like, Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to get the time from work. And she's like, you never do. You're not my real dad. And then she straight up fucking runs away. It's like, Oh shit game. You just had like an eight year old run away. To- That's dark. And then you go and find her finally. And like, basically you find her by a river and her dad finds her and you go up to her like, Hey, you know, your dad's worried about it. He's like, he doesn't care. Actually, he's the one who found you. Did he say anything about the river? No. He doesn't remember mom. And it just turns into this, like, horrible, like, mom died and dad's not dealing with it well. But if you're simultaneously doing S-Links with Dojima, you know, he drinks himself to sleep and, like, looks over the case notes about his wife's death all the time. And the, de- and the dude's, like, barely holding it together and having so yeah. much trouble coping with the whole thing. It's like... Oh my god, game, this is a fucked up scenario you've generated here. Oh no, here. Nanako is like the best written, selfish ass, like, in the way all kids are, motherfucker yeah. ever. Like, it's like, oh, this dynamic is way too fucking believable. Yeah, she's like, I want to see mom, and it's like, I, we can't, Nanako. Well, dead. what about when she gets back from heaven? That I, That's not gonna happen, Nanako. I I don't have words to bring this down to your level because I know you're a kid and this is just really hard for all of us. (laughs) It's like, oh man, this game's fucking good and it just emotionally takes you some goddamn places. Yeah, so depending on who you are, you go one of two ways. Like, you went the way I kind of did until, like, some other stuff kind of happened. You're like, man, Nanako's actually the worst. Fuck her. I used to think that. She's growing on me. Uh, Some more stuff happens. Okay. Say, if I'm as correctly. much as I've talked about this, I am still very early into this game. Yeah. I think I'm only like a quarter of the way You're through You're what, now. like four dungeons in? No, like five or six. Okay, yeah. Um, Chie, Yukiko, Rizet, Kanji. Um, so that's five. And then I think Yusuke counts as one, makes six. Um, or no, the, uh, antagonist counts as six. How many party members do you have? I have Kanji, Rizet, Teddy, Yukiko, Chie, Yusuke, so six? Yeah. You've got, like, two more to go, at least. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, so with all that, uh, things I actually did this week... So this weekend, I helped another friend move, because that's what I do. Why is that what you're always doing? Because people yeah. keep asking me, and I keep saying yes. <laughs> but, um, so with this friend, I went down, or I helped the friend move. Um, they're originally from down, like, the Cape area, so I got to spend a lot of time down in, like, that part of Massachusetts. And, um, as part of my payment for helping him move, he owns a Wii U, so he let me play Breath of the Wild. So now, finally, I can join the conversation. And? Um, I enjoyed myself. 
I will say playing on his account later in the game was much more entertaining to me than playing my own one from scratch. I can understand that, like, at later levels, the game is much more playable and, like, it, there is a lot of great exploration that I really enjoyed to the, hey, I need to get over to that thing. Holy shit, what's that, like, big dragon mouth looking thing in the way? And then, like, the way that you get sidetracked and the way, fact there is no real, like, map markering unless you do it yourself. Um, and I did grow to appreciate that. I will say the challenge dungeons I wasn't overly impressed with because they, at least all the ones I did, and I think this is how they all are, they're literally one puzzle. Yep, that's all of them. Yeah, and that felt very like if you just strung like a few more of these together in a row, it would feel much more like a dungeon, whereas this just feels like someone made a huge dungeon, chopped it up into a million pieces, and sprinkled them everywhere like sprinkles. Yeah, the, the, there are four, a couple more than that. There, there are some real what you think of as Zelda dungeons, but yes, I have a similar reaction, which is this is unfulfilling. Like, And if you get a bad dungeon, and there are some bad dungeons in that game, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, that said, I still enjoyed them. I just, if I were to, like, go back and talk to the devs, be like, hey, maybe every 10th one is, like, four of these in a row. Or yeah. like, just that, like, minor little tweak, I think, would have made a world of difference. Not sure. Um, I also got to play, like, I think two of the three um, labyrinths in the game, um, which was kind of neat. It, I just happened to, like... I happened to find the last one. My friend's like, oh, if you go back to the other one, I've done one of them, and then we can just complete the armor, and we got the armor set. Yeah. Um, so overall, I'd say very positive. Um, I don't think it's a game I would stop playing Persona 4 to play, but someday I'd love to play the game um, and have my own through-and-through through thing and kind of... I got to see a lot of the story and found out how it's kind of handled like in a past tense kind of way. Yeah. With the camera system, um, which was very interesting. I will say that a lot of the, like, the mechanics of some of the things like cooking were, I, in my opinion, a little bit too complicated for what they accomplished. Like, go into a pause menu, hold these items, then you're allowed to put them into a thing and, like, gather up, like... And you need to, like, know all the recipes kind of out of your head and stuff. There to is me, a cookbook a in like... the game, but, yeah, it's possible to not ever get it. Yeah, there was a lot of... It felt very clunky. Um, that is a system I think would have been handled better with just some scrolling menus. It's almost as if that game was designed with a touchscreen, and then they didn't do the touchscreen because they had it make, make it work for a console that didn't have a touchscreen. Yeah, that's the word on the street. <laughs> yeah, my friend was telling me about this. Like, wow, that's really fucking shitty. Yeah. Um. Now you look down at the uh, the touchscreen, and it's just like, yep, I'm here. I'm really, really sad. Um. But that's basically what I've been doing. That and watching the uh, first round of the NHL playoffs, because that's what I do. Yeah. More on that later, though. Yep. Mm. Speaking of which, uh, we we won. Oh, I saw. I saw. I was going to say, to cement this podcast in a specific point in time, suck it, Senators. <laughs> Game one goes to us. Yep. So, 
I think that moves us on to the news. The news? I'm not sure if I hate or love this joke we've started. <laughs> I feel like if I... Any joke that I make that leaves you in that, like, uncanny valley between love and hating, any joke that I've made, I've done my job. <laughs> fair. That's, that's quite fair. Well, as payment for that, I suppose... Um, the University of Utah is soon going to start offering Varsity League of Legends scholarships. Mm-hmm. Saw that. That's interesting. Yes, I thought that was quite cool, in fact. Say, they aren't the first one to do this, are they? I they are not, but I think of Utah yeah. as a fairly conservative state when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm glad to see it. it's spreading out and... Uh, was it Riot are actually is very well involved with the actual like uh, college circuit um, League of Legends and they take the time to uh, have it be shoutcasted and everything so yeah I can see universities being like shit there's money in this and publicity uh, get me in that <laughs> no I think I the kind of explain why this is important uh, University of Utah is a big sports school it's part of the Pac-12 which is a big thing in college. It's the West Coast's big, you're good at sports stuff. It's also something called the Power 5 school, which I have no fucking clue what that is. But I assume to those who know what it means, it's like, oh, shit, that's important for esports to have. It, mostly, it's like it's a school known for sports, taking in esports as now an officially recognized sport. Nice. Yeah, no. That's... Telling you, man, two years ago, I was saying in ten years that we'll be talking about our regional teams. So eight years from now, you'll know Jeff said this. <laughs> oh, that's a very confusing sentence. Mm -hmm. I, for one, welcome our new eSports overlords. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I could find a game I liked watching. I, I really do. Like Part of me is like, I would be so down to be into eSports, but I don't like MOBAs. I'm really picky about fighting games, and... Like, CSGO and Overwatch just bore me to watch. Where I'm like, I get it, but I don't play either of these, so I don't know. I guess that leaves you competitive Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, fuck that for existing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a competitive magic at that point. That's like, how much money do you have to throw at cards? It's a little more than that, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, I take a hard pass on that. <laughs> I used to play Hearthstone briefly. That game's pretty cool for what it is, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I have to pay money to be good at this, don't I? They've burned me too many times where they... I've, like, had a deck, been super happy with it, and they nerfed it into the earth, and that happened to me, like, three separate occasions. Like, I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I always go back to the back when I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! in the local tournament circuit. Yes, that's a sentence I just said. Like, I had a deck that, because it was unconventional, was really hard to beat, and they're like, it wasn't countering a play style. It was a play style kind of unique to how I chose to play that game. And then for one year's tournament, I was like, yeah, these four cards that are crucial to Charlie's deck are outlawed now. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> mm -hmm. Guess I'm out of this now. Yep. Yeah, it was one of those rare times you built a deck that was like immune to expansions where it's like, 
no, no, I, I can find better versions of things that do what I'm already doing, but the point of this deck can be accomplished with, like, readily available cards. In fact, having multiples of these, quote, shit cards is what makes this deck beastly. Mm-hmm. Nothing but defense and life attack. I will whittle you to death! <laughs> Your but, shins yeah. will know suffering. I, I'm not going to go down the how you play Yu-Gi-Oh! or what my deck style was path. That's too much pre-2010. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Speaking of addictive carb games, the guys behind The Witcher are kind of under a little bit of trouble for trademarking the phrase cyberpunk. Really? Uh, yeah, so they have that new game coming out that I'm not sure me and Jeff totally believe exists, known as Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, CD Projekt Red, kind of the... I'm not going to say the most beloved, but definitely up there of the devs of the mm. video game world, trademarked the, world, the word cyberpunk. People are, I think, rightfully so kind of pissed about that. Yeah, as they should be. Well, the thing is, is their copyright claim should be able to be undone very quickly based on the idea that they didn't, or it already existed. Like, you can't copyright something that's, like, an unoriginal idea. Yeah. No, and I, I guess it's like their argument is, like, oh, we couldn't use the word cyberpunk without being sued. But at the same time, it's like, I didn't know you could copyright a concept like this that predates your company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd also be amazed to find out that there isn't, like, a book or something called that already. I, if that's fair, I don't know. I, I Yeah, it's like, I, it's very confusing to me how the hell that all works, so. Yeah. Uh, quick ones, I guess. They um, may have already, or... Not go. Their full title, it looks like, is Cyberpunk 2077. So that may be yeah. their get out of jail card. Oh, yeah. we tacked a, uh, we tacked a thing on the end. No, but they've copywritten the word cyberpunk, not Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. We'll see how long and we'll see how long that holds up for. Yeah, it, it probably won't hold in. And that how long. actually That's... defendable it is. Yeah. That's... We shall see. Uh, moving on from that, though. Uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy comes out August 22nd in North America. Too soon. I don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That'll probably be the last Uncharted you see for a very long time. I honestly hope so. Not. Yeah. I, I don't want Uncharted to become Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I I don't think there's a risk of that happening just because one of those games is a game and the other one's kind of a hold the button down and press forward simulator, but... Mm-hmm. Nah, <sighs> I, yep. I like all the characters that are being put front and foremost for the Uncharted Lost Chapter stuff, so I'm like, that looks cool, or Lost Legacy, so I'm like... I. You've got my favorite character from the franchise so far. You have my favorite character from four that wasn't really main. I wasn't really a main character. I'm down with this. Mm. This looks dumb in the right way. 
I, I think we joked, but I, I really want this to be an entire game of, uh, what are the two characters? Chloe and what's the other one called? Or I'm not sure she's called Chloe. Well, this, Chloe is the girl in it. Do you, yeah. do you know who the other girl in this game is? Because I know no. the answer to this. I don't know off the top of my head. It's the mercenary from um, 4, though. It's Nadine. Nadine, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I just want the entire game to them being, like, super competent and everything going okay for them, unlike Nathan <laughs> Drake, where it's like, oh, God, everything I get lucky on, <laughs> this is why it's being just like, nope, we are super good at our jobs and everything goes exactly as we planned. That would be awesome. You're I totally right. I kind of want that, yeah. Nathan Drake is a shit wizard. Yeah, no, that's... that's <laughs> I want the juxtaposition of them being like, no, you still have to do, like, crazy tomb scaling and shit, but, like, we brought climbing gear and are defending the LZ and, like, have dudes to back us up. It only could get a little bit better if I... Oh, my God, they could totally do it because at the in Uncharted 4, Nadine and Sully know each other. Yep. Oh my god, you could totally have something where, like, Nadine robs Sully or Sully robs her at the end. That could be pretty funny. I just want, like, Sully's ex-wife to show up and be like, Yeah, because this is the girl version of Uncharted. I'm here. I also have a thing for cigars. <laughs> I'm like Sully, except a female. I would just take Sully, character model in all, just with, like, a wig on it that, looks, <laughs> that makes him look like a woman a little bit. Like, that would be totally know what they're going to do but would make me laugh hilariously like that's kind of what i want out of this like just to be silly mm -hmm. that's awesome girl power girls female sally fuck nathan drake yeah Moving on from that, though, to the most important news you'll hear in the video game world all week. Maybe all month. The original Bayonetta is now out on PC. Mm -hmm. I did hear about that. Yes, it's like $20. If you've never played Bayonetta, you should go play Bayonetta right now. Yeah. It runs and at 60. It's allegedly capable of being put into 4K. I've heard good things. I think about it. So, yeah. Yeah, I was actually somebody. I was, I was reading a comparison about it. Uh, they were comparing it to uh, some other game that came out not too long ago. Doesn't support 4K. The graphic options are shit for the game comparison. But the game that they put back as a quote unquote remaster was fifty dollars as opposed to Bayonetta's twenty. So I gotta remember what it's called, but it's some sort of other game out there that was recently kind of in the similar genre. But yeah, uh, kudos to Bayonetta. Yeah, it's. Additionally, it's never a bad time to go play some Nier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's the issue. It's like, man, you could go play Nier, or you could now go play Bayonetta and just wait for the crazy-ass mod scene that will pop up for that game to happen. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully Bayonetta 2 makes its way to the PC, because... As awesome as Bayonetta 1 is, Bayonetta 2 is better. And Bayonetta 2 is behind a paywall called the Wii U. Yeah, it's it's the best reason to own a Wii U. I stand by this. <laughs> if you own a Wii U and don't own Bayonetta 2, you are living life wrong. Mm -hmm. Again, Alex, if you own a Wii U but don't own Bayonetta 2, you've been living life wrong. 
Am I getting through to you clearly? I have Smash Brothers and Breath of the Wild. That's all I need for my Wii U. Wrong! It's <laughs> all I need, Charlie. Wrong. That's all I need. I will loan you Bayonetta 2 and you'll realize how wrong you are. Well, I gotta play Bayonetta 1 first, silly it's goose. in the box with it. Oh, sounds good then. put both in the same box. It's like, this is the best box ever. In case you haven't played one of the best games of the previous console generation, here's here it is. <laughs> we made an already silky smooth dodge animation silkier and smoother. Yeah. Yeah, moving That's on. Awesome. Yeah, no, I... Like you said, there's never a bad time for more Bayonetta. What I'm, what I'm hoping this means is Bayonetta 3 will happen. Yeah, that is something I want. That'd be very mm. good. Like, I think I'd rather more Bayonetta than Devil May Cry at this point. I think everyone would. Yeah. And I'm not talking that bullshit DMC thing. I'm talking like real Devil May Cry. Wait, no, I could go for some real Devil May Cry too. The DMC stuff's super off-putting. Yeah. I'm not saying Devil May Cry is bad, but like if the option was like Bayonetta 3 or more Devil May Cry, it's Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is Bayonetta will always have a moving camera leg up over... Uh... What's it called? Over DMC. That and Bayonetta's like ten times as cool as Dante. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on from that, though, to some Mass Effect Andromeda news. Uh, you know those fancy uh, graphic updates I mentioned earlier? Mm-hmm. Say that again? You know those fancy graphic updates I mentioned earlier for Mass Effect Andromeda that I've been like, yeah, these make the game a lot better? Yep. If you pirated the game, you are locked out of those graphics. For now, I, it'll happen. I think it's, it's the internet. Yeah, I'm sure, but I really enjoy the fact that they're like it's the selling point. It's like this is our DRM. I'm like I am okay with this for DRM. The only thing they need even or they need slightly more is the eye patch. Oh yeah, the eye patch is the best because it made the game better, but. Mm. We all can't be that progressively thinking where it's like, I got this game for free and it's cooler now? Awesome. Yeah. Moving on from that though, uh speaking of the Nintendo uh, speaking of Nintendo in the Bayonetta sense, um we got some new Joy-Con controllers coming. Some of them will have battery packs, some of them will come in a like, day glow yellow, which means we're one step closer to things I actually want to buy for my fucking Switch. But, yeah, that thing... That thing's been out, what, a month? And we're already getting a version of the Joy-Con that takes AA batteries? Huh. Really? AA batteries? What? Yeah. Like, they're, huh. they're... Like, they're twice as thick, it looks like. I'm not sure how well they mount, but, like... I also today saw someone's now selling a case for the game, or if not for the game, for the Switch, that's, like, bulkier and moves the plug-in ports to the side of the goddamn console. Mm. And lets you have the kickstand charging at the same time. And I'm like, yep, you get it. You fixed the Switch. 
So how long do you think until we start having like knockoff accessories for the Switch that burn down people's houses like hoverboards? Um, I don't think we will because that Man was some dream. Chinese bullshit lithium battery stuff. Hmm, it could happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love a switch with a lithium battery in it, but it may already have one. In all honesty, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was more. It was shitty Chinese batteries that were exploding, and like the boards themselves were like whatever. It was the battery that was going supernova. Mm -hmm. Well, the Joy Cons do have batteries in them, don't they? Uh, yeah, small ones though. Mm-hmm. Small explosions. <laughs> yeah. I'm evil. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Before we get kind of to our main topic of news this week, um, Rocket League has sold over a million physical copies. Hmm. This also in, apparently you can physically buy Rocket League. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know Who that. Yeah, good Kudos for Kudos to that. And I'm not talking digital stuff, too. I'm talking purely the physical one. They've sold a million of them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait. Would you have to for, like, PlayStation 4 and Xbox? Would they no, have that available? No, uh, you could download it. Like, um... For reference, the uh, uh, the part of Rocket League uh, its success, I think, comes from the fact that when it launched on the PS4, it was a PlayStation Plus free game. So you got lots of people, myself included, trying it out because, like, hey, it's a free game. I'll check that shit out. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, holy shit, this game's kind of awesome. And we stuck with it. Or some mm -hmm. people that are better at that game stuck with it, and I'm like, "This is cool." I'm not. I'm not good at it. Yeah, I'm. I'm terrible at it too. But you know, it's cool, I guess. Just <laughs> boost all the time and ram other people. That's how you play that game. That's what I started doing at some point. They kept being mad at me because, like, that's not how you play the game. I'm like, well, that's how I play the game. It's in the goddamn game. It works. Yep. Is it a function that I can do? Well, guess what? I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of things you can do, I suppose, um, Oculus has filed a motion to request a new trial against Zenimax. Show of hands. Who's surprised? Wait, no. who's filing what against now? So Oculus is now trying to counter sue, whatever the right word is, against Zenimax, the guys who successfully won against them in court. They're, they're requesting a new trial, essentially. Ah, so they can lose again. This is kind of how it goes. Yeah. Like, you lose, you move on to the next court, and you demand a refund. <laughs> and a retrial. Oh. It just starts moving its way up the, like, levels of courts until you get to the Supreme Court, in which case they have the option to listen to you or not. Um, that said, disputes between large-ass fucking companies like this do tend to get listened to. Hmm. Yeah, basically, it's, um, Oculus is claiming that the verdict was against a great weight of evidence in their favor, and ZeniMax is busy trying to stop or trying to get an injunction filed to 
get some of that sweet Oculus money, so... Yeah. And you got John Carmack out there being like, I'm angry! And we're like, yeah, shut up, Carmack. You lost. <laughs> it sucks you lost, but... He also zoned side lawsuit against Zenimax claiming money, but... Yeah. Business, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that brings us to the the big news this week, which is um, kind of a twofer. Microsoft is out there making some waves. Uh, the the smaller thing is that they have officially banned emulators from the Windows Store. I thought that was always kind of a thing you couldn't do, but okay. It'll buy happen. Emulators I mean... on Steam. They have like Sega ones. You could buy Sega or like Sega titles and stuff. I think that's different. I think that's like Sega re-releasing the games. This is like pure on emulator emulators. This thing like actually calls itself one? an emulator. It's oh, I don't know then. Who published it? And it, it can load multiple games. You buy game packs for it. Huh. I mean, Windows is welcome to draw the line in the sand wherever they'd like. Yeah, you yeah. Just I'm not saying that they've outlawed emulators from the Windows platform. They've just made it so you can't buy them directly from the Windows Store. I think this is more kind of a there's some emulators popping up on the Xbox stuff because the two Xbox. stores are kind of shared, and then you get into kind of a legal murky world. Okay, yeah, I can see that being a bigger problem. But moving on from that, I think Alex is the most excited about this. I don't kind of, I think it's like a yay moment, but um. Microsoft is going to begin testing kind of Steam-style refunds on the Xbox yep. and Windows for digital purchases. Mm-hmm. I believe the guidelines are uh, you can request a refund within two weeks of the purchase as long as you have under two hours played. Yeah. I Ever gotten a refund through Steam before? Um, never needed to because I keep everything that I play. Yeah, I, it's... Here's the weird thing. Like, and I, I admit I am old-fashioned at this point, and this will not change my perspective because I don't use my X-Bone that much, but I still buy most of my games physical. Mm. Especially for my consoles. And it's like, yay, digital on the X-Bone. Yay? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I buy them all digital, but I've never. I mean, I'm never getting my refund of, on Evolve, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've gotten a couple Steam refunds because, like, a game was purchased and I'm like, man, this thing fucking sucks. Or in the case of Doom, I pre-ordered it three times by accident, and I'm like, mm. no, no, two of these I don't want. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I think this will get blown up into a bigger deal than it actually is. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a good look for Microsoft, but at the same time, I, I'm really curious, like, what the digital sales of these actually are. Because if, if you step back, I've bought Gears of War 4 and I've bought ReCore. Both of which, like, I, I liked Gears of War 4. Recore, I had to play more than two hours, though, to understand it was actually secretly a shit game. 
<laughs> and two hours isn't that long. Like I, it's. I think it's really Steam. Not. I think Steam is like four hours or something. Mm-hmm. I could Some spend a. There are people in this world who could spend a decent portion of that two hours just setting up their like visual settings. Yeah. No, like to your exact point, there are people if I have that to could take s- a shit and leave the game on. <laughs> the Skyrim character creator is a thing. Yeah, I think it's like, again, like this sounds like really cool news, but the cynical part of my brain that remembers how much of a pain in the ass the Steam ones were kind of, it's like, this is actually worse, and how many games have you bought for Microsoft lately? Say, if they were selling you Metal Gear Solid 4, you may have had, in the first two hours, six to seven seconds of gameplay. Yeah. Because it's literally what? You wake up in, you're in the Middle East... You take a step forward, a cutscene attacks you for about five minutes. You take another step forward, another cutscene attacks you. Well, if you're curious about how much Jeff is exaggerating, you can go check out our playthrough of Metal Gear Solid 4, which is up on the channel now. It is or officially Jeff's started. not exaggerating. Uh, you are. There's more gameplay than that. At least when Jim plays, there's more gameplay than that. There is a lot of cutscenes, though. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I remember it, is getting off of the, like, covered uh, transport. You're not like, wrong. Realizing that machine guns don't work, and then, like, two cutscenes attack. You are not wrong. You're not right, but you're not wrong. So. You didn't win. <laughs> yeah. And also check out uh, Metal Geared has returned. Metal Geared has returned. Metal Gear has returned. The stumble through of... Metal Gear Solid now continues. <laughs> Beware. Beware. <laughs> but so the, the big news we didn't get a chance to talk about last week that happened after we recorded the podcast is there was that big Scorpio reveal. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be huge, man. It was phenomenal. The show, the pyrotechnics. All the crazy exclusive stuff. Oh, man. Right? We watched the same thing, right? It was tech specs. No. It was... Fuck it. Uh, jokes aside, the surprise is no one on this podcast that um, Digital Foundry's reveal was a bunch of numbers that without context or games to compare them with are impressive sounding but mean fucking nothing. I was disappointed that they didn't announce a uh, word processor. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the rumor out there is this thing's probably going to go for at least $500, which is way too much money. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just so shocked. I mean, I, I, I have no words. Yeah, it's you probably can read the specs the best out of all of us, Alex. I, the specs look impressive to me, but at the same time I'm looking at them, I'm like, this should be a lot better for how much they're hyping this shit up. Shouldn't it? Well, let's see what they have. Um. Okay, so Project Scorpio 2.3 gigahertz processor. Eh? Most PCs nowadays are rocking... 
three and up and probably even like you know more <laughs> yeah obviously uh okay I, meh, the ram is a joke still 12 ha huh? uh memory bandwidth and most memory cards do more yeah more memory yeah a one terabyte hard drive that comes with it okay yeah this is not impressive like the 4K UHD Blu-ray drive? Yeah, that's like fucking 40, 50 bucks on a PC. You can install it yourself. Obviously, you need a graphics card that can support 4K, but I mean, this yeah. is... These are fucking joke specs. Like. No, and I, I think it's one of these things where kind of like it's... As someone who owns a Pro and definitely occasionally has the moment of why the fuck did I buy a Pro and then the menus are super fast and I go, right, that dumbness. I, If you don't... I, Owning a PS4 Pro is a dumb choice on my part. But I use my PlayStation enough that I'm like, ah, fuck it, let's go for the fancy one. Unless you have a 4K TV, you are fucking, like, there's there's no reason to own this thing, as best I can tell. Yep. There's no reason to own a Pro, really, either, but the Scorpio is all about that 4K, and I'm not planning on buying a new TV in the next year. <laughs> Which I kind of am, but that's a separate topic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this uh, this definitely doesn't deliver anywhere near as, you know, as people were like, oh, hype train. Yeah. Hype train, not. I, what have we learned about hype trains? They got no brakes. That and they go chugga chugga, fuck you. Hmm? Yep. Like my characters in Mass Effect. <laughs> but yeah, it, I was kind of hoping the Scorpio would be enough to be a main topic this week, but the reveal was like, look at these tech numbers, and I'm like, I knew this was coming, and I'm still disappointed somehow. Like, announce a game or something, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe E3 will be bitching, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 like we've said many a time, I think by now, and probably for like broken records to some people, I, the issue with the Xbox One isn't the power, it's the lack of games we give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but that does it for news this week, uh, and that kind of Wah, wah, wah moment. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna have, in, in honor of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs beginning, and I guess in honor of me and Jeff's preferred team winning tonight. Mm-hmm. We're gonna spend some time talking about sports games, a topic that I I never got into real sports games. I love the arcadey ones. Like, um, the Burnout franchise is still the greatest gift to racing games and video games, period. And MFL, that game we did a quick look at the Kickstarter thing for, which comes out soon, I think, is the best football game ever. Like, I like my sports games to the side of, like, well, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Kind of like yeah, Rocket League. No, definitely. They're less of a simulator and more of a game. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, Madden is a good football simulator, and the game I prefer, NFL Blitz, is a wonky video game that football happens to be a part of. Yeah. 
it's loosely based on football, like the MFL. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, I mean those are those are fun, you know. They're they have some of the mechanics, but they're more made to be fun. Like NFL Blitz is a giant fun thing, you know, and it was never played seriously unless like you know people were competing. But even then, it was never played in the context of like this is a serious game. It was always played in the yeah, let's fuck around, and play some uh, NBA uh, or NFL Blitz, whatever you call it. So what was it? Fucking on NBA Jam. That's another one. That that's that a, is a that's phenomenal, a fucking awesome game. That is a great fucking game. In fact, I don't know if you know, but they, they re-released it on PS3 and it played phenomenal on the PS3. And then they tried to do Blitz and they fucked it up. Yeah. So, thanks EA. I think... Um, I think I lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> uh, oh, I realized it. So, I think part of what it is is with a lot of these games like I think you can even see some of these elements in, like, Tony Hawk, where it's you have these games that are, you know, here are the limitations of actual, you know, humans or whatever, and they're most well-displayed in, like, a simulator. Mm -hmm. And then you have these other games that are basically, like, imagine if this was possible. Where you had, like, the original, like, Tony Hawk games where it's, like, you could do a kickflip off after leaving the ground. Is that physically doable? No. Is it possible in the game? Yes. Where you have a game like SSX Tricky, where it's like, this is a sport. Imagine if people could fucking, like, do all kinds of turbo-boosted bullshit backflips and stuff. And no, it's, and, like, and to the beyond point, possibilities. No, and to your point, the last Tricky got, like, realish and gritty, and then started to suck. Because it's like, no, 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 no. I want neon board, like, flame tricks. Yep. No, 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 bring back the turbine things that shot me up into a tube system in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't believe I'm about to bring this up, but um, I was actually talking about Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball three today at work. The best volleyball game known uh, to man. Yeah, but were so, you like, talking to Alex's HR person about it because they're uh, about to hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> we have a video up for that. We're not proud. We make fun of like that game is exactly what that game is. Alex is in that video. I. That game is significantly more legitimate when it comes to the volleyball system than it has any right to be. But, like, hear me out, and it's like, th th that game is wrong on so many levels, but the fact that it's, like, it's a damn fine volleyball game for what a volleyball game can be, but then also has this, like, goes to, like, and here's other reasons to get this game. Like, to go back to, to Blitz or Tricky or MFL or... God, what was the other game? Like other games are like, yeah, it's it's this, but also like NBA there's other Jam. stuff going on on top of it. Yeah, NBA Jam, where it's like, yeah, like, the game is there, the thing you're familiar with is there, but like we either hyper reality it or throw eye candy at it or do something weird mm -hmm. to make it fun. It's beyond the thing that we're used to. Yeah, like I let me gush about Burnout for a second right now. Like it's the I. I like the concept of racing games. It lets me own cars I'll never own in real life. Like, part of my love for the Grand Theft Auto V online is, it's like, I have this fucking sweet-ass sports car. And then I can go and trick it off a bridge and land it on some unsuspecting fucker. Burnout is a game all about doing that. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you boosts for wrecking yourself cool. <laughs> all I ever wanted was a Gran Turismo game 
that had that level of graphic quality, but also applied to, like, wreck deformity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see that Lamborghini so lovingly rendered it looks realer than real, like, with the front smashed in, going 120 miles an hour, with me going, time to die, first place. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you by ramming you into oncoming traffic, and that'll give me boost. All I ever wanted growing up. That's all. <laughs> all I wanted out of a video game. Gran Turismo, but with crash damage. No, but I think we're all kind of saying the same thing of the ones that take a real thing and add a, a I call it a video game spin, that kind of arcadey flair to it, make it uh, more fun in a weird way. It's just all sports games need turbo. Yeah. It doesn't have to do the same thing. They just need it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I guess, like, uh, Jeff, you mentioned NHL. Like, the, you're into that one. Have you ever been into a kind of serious sports simulator at all, Jeff, Alex? <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized I have a really shitty, hilarious answer to this one. Uh, go for it, man. I thought your answer was, yes, I played NHL. Quidditch. <laughs> Made a fucking sport. Fairly serious game. Way too many hours oh. sunk into that game. I forgot about how serious that game was. You're right. Like, yeah, that game was real. Yeah. I played as Team USA and then I think, te like, Team Nordic. This tracks? Yeah. Because uh, the Nordic guys had the really cool fucking brooms with goddamn antlers on the front of them. Yeah. They were Vikings. Yep. Yeah, that game was way more legit than it had any right to be and, like, had actual evolution and went like, oh, yeah, you know, right now you're in, like, Hogwarts Cup and whatnot, and then, like, okay, now you want to go on to the big leagues and stuff? Like, it that game, like, had just so much going on. That was Harry Potter handled, World Cup, right? I think it might have. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. And they handled all the things, like, um, the different roles on the like field that you can partake in, whether it be like, you know, being a chaser, being a uh, bludgeoner, pretty much everything, but keeper, they just handled really fucking well. So I'm looking it up right now to see if I can play it. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I might still have it around. I know I definitely still have uh, it. It's PS2. Too. Oh, that was why I never got rid of mine. I, I'm glad other sick fucks out there are like me. Are like, does it work for the Xbox 360? It does not. Was it ever on Xbox? It was on Xbox. It was on all three of the ones at the time. Mm -hmm. It just, it's, um... Really had a GameCube by any chance, Alex? Do I have a GameCube? Yeah. No, I kind of wish I did, but... I almost bought one this weekend, in all honesty. Hmm. <laughs> Or if I could buy an Xbox. <laughs> it's a topic for other times. Dark times. It's a look behind the some some deep self reflection. <laughs> Evidently, this this will require more research. Yeah, the PS2 version is the cheapest. Oh shit! There's a PC version. 
There you go. That's solved. Well, I know what's going to go up on the YouTube channel uh, soon. Maybe a little while, but yes, this this will be found. <laughs> Bringing sports games back. First we covered the realest volleyball game. Now we're going to cover the realest Quidditch game. The realest sport. Man. Actually, I like. I just really like, regretted saying that immediately. People do play this game in real life. Yeah, I went to fucking college with a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. Have we never talked about the um, fact that the place I went to school for college was like nationally fucking ranked in Quidditch? I know you've told me this before, but it's probably worth recanting. Uh, so, the place I went to was a notorious nerd school, and I. We, we, I believe we were nationally ranked, like, number one or number two in the U.S. in Quidditch. And I did not know that till I, so I, I think we covered this. I was a drama punk in high school and college and all that stuff. So I came out of the drama building one day, and the Quidditch team is having a scrimmage on the, like, big field space in front of the building I spent 90% of my life for four years in. And... It was this moment of, did I just walk through, like, all of the drugs before coming out here? No. No, I did not. <laughs> and it was at this time I found out we were nationally ranked in Quidditch. And that, like, we... Like, they'd use the, um... God, what was it called? The, the sports arena? Because wasn't the Coliseum the field, I guess? But, like... Like, that's how nerdy my school was, where, like... We had a football team that if you asked most people on campus, like, did you know we had a football team? We, our, the reaction would be, we have a place to play sports? <laughs> What's a football? It, it, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. But, yes, I so for four years I followed the, uh, the Quidditch team there and, like, just got increasingly more disgusted with it over time where I'm like, no, this shouldn't be real. Why? But yes, I, I I have been a follower of the real world of competitive Quidditch, I guess. Hmm. I, you play it by kind of, you have to keep a hand on a broom, you have to be holding a broom at all times, and mm -hmm. I, it's a... See, I've done Quidditch beer pong, which was kind of fun. That's Great a tell. thing, too. Go on. Oh, you've never heard of it? No. No. I went to a okay. school as I just established. Okay. So oh, so we have a listener base. Like, the no the pe people's knowledge needs to extend beyond the two people you're talking to. Okay. So, in this said uh, college, we, uh, we, we, well, not college. Actually, it was my friend's place. <laughs> um, so, my buddy is a big Harry Potter fan, and so he had a Harry Potter-themed birthday party. So, we all got sorted into houses we were playing some sort of other game but well, the one well, kicker what house were you in what house is that there we go jeff you're asking the important yeah. questions hmm what house were you in what house am I? I'll, I'll let you guess what house do you think i fall under hufflepuff hufflepuff really hufflepuff can you work a microwave yes i can work a microwave is it difficult no he might not be a hufflepuff ravenclaw no Slytherin? Slytherin, sir. Expelled for being a muggle? I mean, I guess yeah. he talks to us, so I I, I guess. What, the, the, the two wizards that'd be like, yeah, we didn't get put in the house. Why? We were assigned a janitorial. 
<laughs> House Ouch. groundskeeper. <laughs> no, yeah. This I'm is one of the many part-time then... jobs in this JRPG that I'm currently living. But uh, yeah, so Slytherin, and then I took the test again, thinking, "Nah, Slytherin, really?" And then, sure enough, yeah, Slytherin again. Was this some Pottermore shit? Uh, actually, Pottermore is the official site. Because the quizzes on there for your house sorting are actually written by J.K. Rowling herself. Uh, oh, oh, I know. I live with a big uh, potter head or whatever the correct word yes. is for it. I, I, you, I'm familiar. When you started to correct Charlie, I was beginning to think you were going to say, no, it was some off-brand, like, knockoff <laughs> Harry Potter fandom website. No, no, it's it's definitely 100% that, you know, potter more. So I've done it before. So, yeah, um... I got, I did it twice, and sure enough, the second time I was in fact placed in there again. So that be me. <laughs> Alrighty then. So back to beer Quidditch. Okay, so back to beer Quidditch. So it's really kind of cool because uh, what's it called? You you obviously they have the golden snitch. So that's Course, how it works. Yeah. So here's the kicker, like. There's, uh, you have, you know, your triangle of cups or triangle of beer cups on each side, of course. But in order for you to have one count, you need to throw the ball through one of the hoops in the middle and then have it land in one of the cups in order for you to take the cup out. Otherwise, it does not count. Of course. Complicated, but okay. But see, the thing is, you don't know what ball you're going to use. You don't use the same one. You throw it back in a bag. And so you're looking at a bag that's, un, you know, you can't see in it. So when you reach inside, there are two golden snitches placed inside the bag. So you have a chance of drawing the golden snitch. Now, if you draw the golden snitch and you make it through the hoop into a cup, you win the game instantly, of course. As per the golden snitch rules. So, yeah, it's a... Uh... It's pretty straightforward, just with a couple little added mechanics. The hoops in the middle you have to shoot through, and uh, the golden stitch rule where, obviously, when you shoot it, you have to go through a hoop, make it into a cup. And as soon as that's done, the game's over. Okay. This feels like a lot of effort to go through to get drunk. Mm. It's more for the fun. It's not If you're going to get drunk, you're not playing beer pong just to get drunk. Might as well just drink your beer. Yeah, I never got the See. pretense of drinking sports where it's like, but I, I, I could just put the beer in my body. You need to get a drinking video game. Like Bloodborne mm. or something. I think it needs to be a mixture of both, like, a game about drinking and also a game that is in on the fact that you're drinking, that it's just, like, a whole bunch of, like, ball-in-a-cup style, like, difficult challenges, and then mm. it just, like, tells you how much to drink while doing that. There's got to be some frat house simulator on Steam. Oh God, yeah. Where is the Where is this technology? I'd like it, please. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the. Uh, that was that. <laughs> okay. Sports. That's it. That's where we got to from here. Yep, I think sports, that sports. reached a pretty natural conclusion for us yeah. in talking sports. As we all know, Harry Potter, the the, 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 the pinnacle of sports. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah. I mean, 
of all the sports games listed, that's the one I know I would want to go back and play the most. It's the only one I'm actively trying to find a way to play now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. It's not like it's a particularly good-looking game in hindsight. It like, does not look good based it, on screenshots. Yeah it, yeah, it looks like something the PS2 vomited up. Why? Because it's something the PS2 vomited up. You're not wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, then that brings our main topic to a close. Uh, sports games. We're, yeah. Look forward to... Turbo. Yeah, look, look forward to Turbo us. and to not be real sports. Look <laughs> forward to a video of the Quidditch game, probably. Assuming I can find a way to make it work. Mm. But uh, We have no emails this week, but if you wanted to write in to uh, let us know about other weird sports games, maybe we should check out for a laugh or... Something else along those lines. How would so, you do it, Jeff? So first thing you do is you get a snowboard and you write, you get like a custom artist to airbrush onto the bottom of it what you would like to say to Charlie. And then what you need to do is enter into the X Games. Well, first you're going to have to win a lot of tournaments to get there. But once you get to the X Games. No, 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 no. You, you can just do... show up for the X Games and they'll let you ride, it turns out. You oh, won't yeah, exactly. win. Okay, so just show up Let's to the X ride. Games. <laughs> And then what you need to do is basically do like a board plant onto a camera so it holds it up to that. So if Charlie just so happens to be scrolling between, you know, infomercials for, you know, Billy Mays products and like My Strange Addiction or, you know, Black Flag or whatever else he's watching at the time. And he happens to get just like a tenth of a glimpse of your message and just like registers it all as his subconscious, it'll be there. Or, alternatively, you can contact us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. See, I don't hate the snowboard idea because I've watched the X Games and that would be awesome where it's like, oh shit, they're contacting me through the television. This was ill-conceived. Hope they do better. I didn't catch all the message that time. What you need to do is send a first email, or first email. You need to send a first image of a snowboard so that you can ask Charlie to help you get images so that you can make a Something Wicked Studios snowboard so the second time when you send the email with content you want to write, it's got the really baller fucking skull on it. Yeah. Yeah, or you can email us. To, hmm? Alternatively, um, you can gather some uh, spare Again, Alex, plywood and Jeff other wood. does the weird way of contacting me. I know you're trying to piggyback on his bit, and I'm sure you have something equally nonsensical planned, <laughs> but no... <laughs> What email do they contact us at, Alex? Um, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Yes, spelled as it sounds. Down in the show notes as well, wickedawesomecast <laughs> at gmail.com. You can also send smoke signals! Just, I say, or you can just go straight on to Alex's Twitch stream and harass him directly. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Only if your name is the real Kevin Smith 6969 Nope, we, we had a week without that being brought up. We're not bringing it up this week. I'm bringing it back, baby! This segment's getting muted. It never left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Alex just went silent for the next five minutes. It's real weird. Guess audio cut out. <laughs> yeah, emphasis oh, on this shitty cut. Skype connection to my audacity. <laughs> yeah, there you we go. We don't record locally or anything. Nope. We're professionals. It's the weirdest thing. Alex got real choppy, like someone was pulling words together to make it sound like he was saying things. (laughs) Who would have such bored amounts of time? Not I. What oddities. 
get some sample words so I can run my um, voice modulation software. I mean, um, in no way thing that I used to impersonate you on the internet. I mean, you already have that hot take of me earlier. What was it I said? Like, I need that to turn me on or whatever. The knife is very important to my orgasm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the food topics are very important to me being able to get off. Yep. That's what I need. <laughs> Alex, you should not have warned us that your coworkers might now be listening to this. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, you told them anyway. <laughs> you know what? I, I, it slipped out, and then I was like, well, they started asking more questions. I'm like, oh, no, I should be quiet. And nope, that's it. This just means, that's I, should give it. You, this just means I should give you business cards and stickers from now on. I still have business cards. Ah. And I have some stickers. Ah, you have the stickers, because I'm out of stickers. I have some, but not a lot. And actually, I don't even know if I still have any. There. I have stickers. I do have cards, though. I'm actually like holding them right them. now as we speak. If you find a set of vents, we often have stickers that have our skull on them. They're cool. Yep. I've got one on my computer case right now. It's really neat. We're making higher class vinyl ones. So come find Ooh. us. Oh, fancy. Yes. I have money and a bored girlfriend. Say, uh, do we have any events coming up or anything worth pimping? Um, nothing big on the horizon as far as I know. We got Alex's, um, I'm fucking old as dirt stream coming up. So that's probably so the next. So hun- it's 100 hours in a row for each one no, of I, your I thought it was 231. Planet. 231. Jeez, man, that's a lot of, that's dedication. She's basically just a walking corpse at this point. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to follow that joke up with, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I don't think we have anything big event-wise coming up. Um, We got some ideas of shit I'm batting around. Metal Gear is back. Secret World is continuing. Um, Maybe, uh, yeah, so I can give this warning. Maybe look out for a stream of Drawn to Death, which is officially out, uh, coming sometime the week after this podcast, I've poked at that game, but I don't know. The art style is real cool. I don't know. I'll probably look forward to Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup because I will make this happen. So help me yes. God. Is it online multiplayer? Because if that's the case, Charlie, you know we need a new recording. On I, it. A I PlayStation I think made... 2 game. <laughs> it's on the PC. Xbox had uh. internet. Huh? The GameCube had a network adapter. Shows what you know. I mean, technically so the PlayStation 2, but I'm not holding my breath on this yeah, one. Yeah, that so, ATV off-road. A-player co-op. That is, a, a, A-player head-to-head at its finest. You feel that lag? <laughs> so, I do stand corrected. The first thing that keeps coming up for playing... Uh, but the thing is, the thing that keeps coming up for playing that game online is the Game Boy Advance version. <laughs> okay, that's kind of what? fucking awesome. Before you get your hopes too far up, the Game Boy Advance version looks virtually nothing like the PS2 Oh, version. I know. I, it probably looks better. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you guys got anything you want to announce aside from Alex's 31st birthday stream? Uh, I'm good. Nothing off the top of my head. Remind us what day that stream will be happening on, Alex. That stream 
will actually be happening in May. Let me get the exact date here. May 13th, starting. So a little over a month from now, you have to prepare for it. Yep. So I'm making sure to buy all the Doritos, all the Mountain Dew. I'm investing heavily in Hot Pockets. So for those of you who like to play the stock market, I would definitely throw your money in Hot Pockets. They're going to be hot. Or, <laughs> or like anti-acids and cholesterol medication. <laughs> yeah, that too. Because you're old. Get it? Uh, am I the oldest person on this podcast? You've had this conversation yes. two weeks in a row. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck. Me and Jeff are baby faces compared to you. Shut up, both of you. Respect mm. your elders. <laughs> I'll respect my beard superiors. Oh, shit. I just realized something. I could make Alex feel real old real quick. Go. Only two people on this podcast were alive in eighty in the eighties. Oh, okay. Are you in ninety? Are you from nineteen ninety, Charlie? No, I'm eighty nine. I thought you were ninety. No, I'm eighty nine. Oh, my bad. I thought you I'm were November. I, I just barely squeak in there. Okay, I wasn't wrong. I know you're born like towards like I thought. I thought you were. I thought you were a full year younger than me. Not most of a year younger than me. Nope. Well, My that mistake. was anticlimactic. Thank yep, you. Yeah, that's how we end podcasts. Cue the metal. <laughs>